Golfers, welcome back to Chasing Your Best. This is the podcast dedicated to helping you with your golf learning curve. We want to give you tools, best practices, resources to empower you to make your own decisions about what is important for you, how can you shave strokes, and what's going to lead you ultimately to where you want to be. I'm not here to tell you where you're going or where you should be, just to give you tools. It's your job to figure out, hey, wh- what what role does golf play in my life? How much am I willing to commit to that? And then where do I want to go from there? I think you should be realistic, though. How much time are you willing to put into it? And then from that point, let's delegate that time to what's most important for you. Today, I want to talk about something super non-sexy, but I do want to talk about something that can be impactful and help you shave strokes off your game. In fact, if you gave me, say, a two-hour time block to to shave as many strokes as possible with somebody, I might give them a full swing concept, but I would go immediately to this, which is inside of 50 yards. Being effective inside of 50 yards is the fastest way for most of us to shoot better golf scores. If you're trying to break 100, if you're trying to break 90, if you're struggling to consistently break into the 70s, this episode is definitely for you. Also, there are some good players who are naturally gifted ball strikers that still struggle with their short game. I don't think this topic should be skipped over. I think everybody should have a good understanding of your short game fundamentals. And I'm gonna lump putting and short game together and we're gonna talk about them as separate entities. Basically just being inside of 50 yards of the golf hole and being effective. To me, that means you're not going to three putt often. I would say three putting once per round is okay for most people, but you shouldn't three putt more than that. You shouldn't three putt more than that. I'd say it's a reasonable thing to to hope to play several rounds without three putting, especially if you've dialed in your putting game. And then I look at short game as the first, kind of the first hurdle as being, hey, let's make sure our shots get airborne. And then our second hurdle is let's get that ball on the green in one shot. One shot when we're inside of 50 yards. I don't mean to make that up more simple than it actually is because it's simple in theory, but a lot of people double chip. It happens all the time. Double chip, triple chip, triple putt, quadruple putt, bang, there's an eight on the scorecard. Next thing you know, you're cruising along and your round just melted because momentum also plays a role in the round of golf. We want to be effective inside of 50 yards. Now let's talk about the basics. Here are the basics of short game technique, and let's let's first talk about chipping, and this chipping technique will extend out to your pitching as well. Your basics are you're going to narrow your stance, or I shouldn't call them basics, I should call them fundamentals. You're gonna narrow your stance because you don't need the stance width, you don't need the support you need with a driver. It's a shorter golf swing. A good rule of thumb is the heel should be anywhere from six to 12 inches apart. I like that as a stance width for most of us. The ball position should be in the middle of those heels or even slightly, may call it one ball forward of the middle. I like that, particularly when we're talking about our wedge game. If you have good technique, really good technique, we're gonna use the bounce of that club and having that ball just a, just a smidge forward in the stance makes it easier to use the bounce of that club. Stance width is dialed in. We're gonna preset most of our weight around our front foot and we're gonna pivot around that without having a weight shift. I'm gonna call it 70-30. That's a fair, accurate description for how your weight should sit for these shots. 70-30, front foot, target side foot, right-handed golfers, that is your left foot. We're going to let our arms hang naturally below our shoulders. I want your arms to hang long and loose under the shoulder joints. I want them to be straight, but not so straight that they're tense and rigid. I want your arms to hang long and loose. The butt of the club should be a couple inches away from your body. 
And then from that point, we're basically just going to rock our shoulders and allow our body to turn. And oh, I didn't mention our stance. Our stance could be square. In fact, I think most of you beginners should have a square stance or a stance that's parallel to your target line. Some of you more advanced players, you might want to open your stance anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees. Really, if you're anywhere from square to 10 to 15 degrees open, I'm not looking at that as being a barrier for you to be better at your short game. I just want you to be consistent with whatever, however it is you set up. I want you to set up consistent because you don't want your setup to be something that is changing or in flux. You want your setup to be rock solid and stable. So stance is open, narrow, ball position is in the middle or even a ball forward. Arms are long and loose, but the club is a couple inches away from our body. And from that point, we're basically just going to rock our shoulders allow our hips to turn, keep our weight forward, and we're gonna maintain the arm structure we started with. You can imagine if the butt of the, if the shaft of the club ran up my arm and we added my trail arm to that club, it's basically forming a Y shape between my arm and the club, a basic Y shape. And then as we swing back and swing through, we're going to maintain that Y shape and we're not gonna manipulate the club face one ounce. And this really is your basic short game short game shot. It should carry you well into being able to shoot sub 80, sub 75, just being good with one shot. I think that is a concept that a lot of people make more complicated than they need to. A lot of people as they're learning, they want to learn different clubs, different shots. And that's cool. I like that for skill building, but what's effective is being really good with one club and being effective with one club. And as you're effective, now you can consider adding different shots to your repertoire. I like that club that you're using to be a sand wedge. It could be lofted. I like 54, 56, anywhere down to as low as 52, but basically somewhere 52 to 56 is a great sweet spot for this, this stock shot that's gonna carry us through much of golf. And, and I kind of like using a lofted club because learning to hit a lofted club with forward shaft lean is a, is a skill building exercise that's gonna carry its way into your golf swing. It's also gonna give you so much, um, so much versatility being able to use that club near the hole, limited green, uh, being able to hit that shot and have it run a little bit more if you need it to. There's just a lot of versatility with that shot. That's why I like it. So that's your short game basics. Weight is forward, arms are straight, they're relaxed. We're gonna rock the club back and through and we're not going to manipulate the club face at all. The other thing you need to understand about distance control because a lot of people struggle with distance control. They struggle with decelerating into the golf ball is we want our acceleration to kind of be a constant, meaning that we're going to swing at a similar speed or a similar perceived speed, I guess that's a better term, whether we're hitting a five yard chip or a 30 yard chip. But the difference that's going to change is the length of our swing. Meaning that if we swing it back to knee high and swing it forward to knee high, and we wanna be equidistant on both sides, if we do that as a five yard shot, maybe our 20 yard shot, we swing it back to waist high and swing it through to waist high but our perception of speed and acceleration doesn't really change. We're not swinging it back the same distance and changing our speed or acceleration. We're changing the amount of distance that we swing the club back. And yes, there will be more speed, but the feel to you should be similar. Hope that's not complicated. Don't think it should be. Just know that if you're varying your distance, you're varying your length of swing, which will in turn change the effective speed delivered to the golf ball but it won't change your contact. Because when you start decelerating, that's what tends to happen is it tends to change your contact and then you're duffing it around. Not cool, don't wanna be that guy or gal. 
want to be able to get that ball on the green within one shot. Now putting basics. Let's talk about putting basics because putting basics are similar to chipping basics, you know, still nuanced in their own way. With putting, I really am open to a lot of different grip styles. What I'm not open to is a lot of tension in your hands, a lot of pressure in your hands. I don't want any of that and I don't want any grip style that's going to add tension or add pressure. It's not healthy for your repeatability, it's just tension will eventually create struggle. So we want to be soft and relaxed through the arms. We want our arms to hang down and they don't need to be locked out straight, but we, I do like your arms to be long. As a good rule of thumb, we want our arms long. We want to level the putter so the shaft of the putter runs up the same plane as our forearms. Now this is kind of a unique aspect that is hard to measure for most people, but you could use a mirror and basically just look, is the shaft of the putter running up through my forearms? That's most ideal because we want the forearms and the putter shaft working in one plane. And you also want to sole the putter down so the putter is lying flat on its lie angle. You don't want it toe up or toe down because that will change your effective aim and delivery of the club. I don't want to get too far in the weeds on that, but you want to sole the putter flat on the ground. And this is where putter fitting can become important. But I think a lot of people turn to fitting when they need to look in the mirror first. The first thing you need to do is let's solidify our fundamentals and that's what we're talking about today. Putter fitting can be important, but first let's get our fundamentals solid. So our arms are hanging long, the shaft of the putter is in line with our forearms. We're soling the putter flat. As a rule of thumb, we want our eyes to be generally over the golf ball. I also like the ball position in the front third, meaning that if, if the distance between your feet or your heels was about 12 inches, I like that ball position eight inches forward from the back or four inches back from the front, or if I went to the middle, it would be two inches towards the target in front of that. I like it at that kind of that front third as a rule of thumb, because what we actually want is we want the putter working slightly on an upward stroke into the golf ball and hitting the golf ball, not below the equator. We want to hit it somewhere near the equator, slightly above it, and that's what creates a smoother roll and, and less of the skipping. If you strike down on the golf ball with forward shaft lean, and, and hit it low on the equator of the ball, it's gonna create that skidding effect that actually a lot of people do that. A lot of people skid that golf ball and it's not good for repeatability. And this is where a lot of people struggle with their distance control because they're not putting a smooth roll on the golf ball. A good rule of thumb is in front of your golf ball, you should be able to stack one to two quarters and you should be able to swing your putter over those quarters as you, as you swing through your follow through. So that kind of gives you a baseline for measurement. So those are kind of the basics. All right, we, we got our ball position, front third quadrant, right where that intersects. So if your stance is 12 inches wide, it's four inches from the front foot or eight inches from the back foot, or if we divvied it right in the middle, it would be two inches towards the target from that. I like that front third quadrant. So we can swing slightly up on the golf ball and create an ultra smooth buttery roll to the hole. Now, as a rule of thumb, our stroke should be driven from the shoulders, the, 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 the upper torso. And what I like to demonstrate that is I like you to cross your arms and let your shoulders hang down naturally. And then I like you making a putter stroke. And what you should see is you should see those elbows working back and through in a straight line. Now I understand that this can be kind of tough to visualize, but just do that. T bend forward into your putting stroke, cross your shoulders, cross your shoulders, let your elbows hang down, 
and then rock your shoulders back and forth and just kind of watch your elbows and you'll see if they're moving laterally. You'll be able to pick up on that. And that is the motion that we're trying to derive our, our putting motion from. It should come from a very relaxed shoulder system. So your shoulders are just rocking back and forth. And then again, on distance control, we wanna be equidistant back and equidistant through. If the putter comes back two inches and then comes forward and hits the golf ball, it continues forward two more inches. A lot of people are gonna whiff on this. They're going to lack acceleration into the golf ball and they're gonna make a big long follow through. I guarantee if you go play with 10 golfers, you can observe the majority of them are going to do that, especially on longer putts, you're gonna see big waist high follow throughs. And that's because they lack acceleration and they lack a smooth roll to the golf ball. But if you accelerate into that golf ball and you have an equidistant putt back and through, you've given yourself the best opportunity and the most mechanical efficiency to create a repeatable putt. All right, I probably went a little deeper into the weeds than I wanted on today's podcast, but I thought it was very important just to lay out some good short game fundamentals. I like to talk full swing because it's sexy and there's, you know, golf instructors are naturally drawn to full swing things as a whole. And I think that's for two reasons. One, a lot of us like hitting the golf ball well, but secondly, it also gives the highest return on fun for most golfers. But the reality is scoring the golf ball is very important inside of 50 yards. And if you want to lower your scores, chances are it's the fastest way for you to shoot better golf scores. So look in the mirror, ask yourself, are you performing inside of 50 yards the way you would hope? The answer for all of us is that we can be better. I hope you'll implore a few of these things into your toolbox and just help solidify your short game fundamentals. And then from that point, we could talk about nuances, how to hit different shots and stuff like that. But this is really the core of, of what is important for creating a good short game fundamentals, good putting fundamentals. And then from that point, then once you've planted your seed, then you can branch outward. But you gotta do that foundational type work. It, it's very important. It's, it, I just can't stress that enough. Appreciate you all for hanging out and listening for another episode. Do me a favor, tell your friend about the podcast, leave it a review. Those things actually help this thing grow. And I will catch y'all back here, same time, same place, next week. 